good day to be indigenous. Get up, stand up. They are going to become more brutal. Couldn't cut, didn't cut again. Because all the hippies were trying to be Indians anyway. They're going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victor. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Wakanja Hade. This portion of the show is brought to you by Minsure. Minsure can help you find a plan that covers your prescriptions and save you money. Visit Minsure.org to get started. Hey, welcome, Wendy. And we talk about Native issues. This is Native Ritz Radio Presents. I'm awake. I was just uh, normally talk a little before you say that, but mm-hmm. I was staring at your beauty. And uh, <laughs> and uh, so I was really excited. And it's good to have you on tonight. Uh, Wendy's stopping in to do her an- sacred animal section, and it's really uh, fun. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we talk about native issues and uh, human issues and native issues and and news, and we have guests today. Uh, we have a special guest, and then we uh, we have a couple special guests. Yeah, we do. Including you, Wendy. And uh, we have an entrepreneur, native entrepreneur, uh, who owns a guitar store that's going to go on next. And then we're going to have a really... Uh, we won't talk about it. It's going to be a little secret surprise. So hopefully yeah. it holds everyone holds on and listens to what's coming up because yeah. I know we just had a taste of it before the show, Wendy, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, we're really excited to have this young warrior on. Absolutely. Um, but that's the only cue I'm given. Also, um, we, got our te- uh, we got our shots today. We got our bivalent mm-hmm. uh, vaccine for COVID. Yeah. And we also got our flu shot. So I'm happy about that. So I'm a little sleepy. No. <laughs> I'm a little sleepy now. My arm hurts a little bit. But nothing compared. We we have to give a quick shout out and a prayer to our uh, friend Matt McNeil. Mm-hmm. And he was in an accident. He's in the hospital right now. Um, things look good, but it's going to be uh, a recovery. So. Yes, serious injuries, but he will recover. Yes. Yeah. So shout out to you, Matt. Um, prayers to you and healing prayers. Yeah, yeah. healing and comfort prayers mm-hmm. for sure. So let's get going here and let's rock and roll on the show here. So let's have Ogama on uh, and Ogama tells the news and talks about the news that you don't hear anywhere else. Welcome, Ogama. Buju, Anin relatives, this is Ogama Ganu Akwe. I'm a citizen of the Red Lake Nation in northern Minnesota and I have some news for you here on Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake. My first story tonight uh, does come with a trigger warning. Uh, We will be talking about violence against indigenous women. Uh, Just this past uh, week, early in December, authorities in Canada have now found what they believe to be the remains of two indigenous women who died at the hands of a possible serial killer, um, and they believe they're likely in a landfill. However, the police have decided not to conduct a search at the site, saying that there's hazards and problems with ground conditions. The victims are believed to be Morgan Beatrice Harris, who's 39, and Mercedes Myron, who's 26. And they are two of four indigenous women who police believe were killed by the same man in Winnipeg, Manitoba. The suspect's name is Jeremy Anthony Michael Skibicki, who is 35 and has been charged with four counts of first-degree murder in the death of the four women, according to the Winnipeg police. The remains of a third victim, 24-year-old Rebecca Controy, were found by police in a separate landfill in May, but officials said on Tuesday, uh, which was uh, the 7th, that conditions were more favorable at that site compared to the other one where they believed that Harris and Myron's bodies could be located. The Winnipeg police chief said that there was no hope of a successful recovery um, and the indigenous people of Uh, Those communities are really very frustrated with that. Um, They believe that their relatives, they should make an effort and um, that their relatives deserve to know um, to come home, if at all possible. Um, This is really just uh, so frustrating to um, to hear about and heartbreaking. Um, They're. um, Sorry, I'm choking up a little bit. The Indigenous Environmental Network um, at ienearth.org did release a statement uh, for this issue um, related to the serial murders in Winnipeg, Canada. 
and they said that uh, they stand with the indigenous families in Winnipeg and across Turtle Island who are impacted by the recent serial murders of indigenous women in so-called Canada Treaty Number 1 territory. They joined the outcry of indigenous peoples across Turtle Island and around the world demanding justice for indigenous relatives that have been murdered or are missing since the onslaught of colonialism, patriarchy, and white supremacy on our lands and territories. Indigenous Environmental Network sends their deepest sympathies and condolences for the families of Mercedes Myron, Morgan Harris, Rebecca Conchois, and the unidentified fourth victim being referred to as Buffalo Woman. And, um, the statement goes on to explain a lot of the history of MMIW being related directly um, to extractive industries and um, that women, girls, and two-spirits are sacred and hold vital roles and responsibilities in our communities as well as stewardship to our lands and our ecosystems and waters. Um, and that violence and genocide against Indigenous women, girls, two-spirit relatives Two spirits, relatives, and Mother Earth must end, and they demand that the Canadian government uh, provide immediate funding and resources to support for the search of the four murdered Indigenous women, and to call on the Canadian government to declare a state of emergency for the safety of Indigenous relatives of all kinds in um, the MMIW G2S plus pandemic, um, or end epidemic, excuse me. So... Um, my hearts and our hearts at Native Roots Radio are with the relatives and children of those murdered um, by this person in Canada. And um, we'll be following the story as uh, we can find more um, information on it. Um, the only other story that I want to cover today is related to uh, the plastics um, on the planet. Uh, Nature.com talked about something that... Um, I guess I didn't exactly know existed, um, but there's something called the Nairobi Resolution, uh, which happened um, earlier this year. So um, 30 years of researchers warning that there's plastics being a problem. 175 nations voted in Nairobi to create a legally binding international plastics treaty. Um, and this treaty is being known as the Nairobi Resolution. Many people are proclaiming it to be the most important deal since the Paris Agreement. Um, but what it does is it says it calls for full life cycle assessments from fossil fuel wellheads, where 95 99% of raw materials for plastics originate, to the final disposal. They mean action plans at national, regional, and international levels that work towards preventing, reducing, and eliminating plastic pollution, which means they need to know from wellhead to disposal where the plastics in the world are going. And this would be a treaty. So this is a, an, an agreement between nations, 175 nations. So this is something of a treaty, which is something we talk about a lot on Native Roots Radio. And the only way to ensure that that treaty is effective um, is to know where those plastics come from, where they go, who's responsible every step of the way on that. And they right now, they don't have a baseline. There's been a lot of research in the past 10 years about where plastics come from, how they harm us, and how they are um, avoidable, unnecessary, and problematic, um, pushing us closer and closer to the edge when it comes to climate change. Um, so there is a lot more research that is going to be um, done in hopes that they can arrive at a baseline before the official treaty is completed. Uh, the Nairobi Compact is expected to be completed at the end of 2024. Um, so that is, um, I mean, that gives me somewhat of a hope to um, have our um, plastics in the planet to be taken care of. Um, right now, there's really a lack of transparency in plastics production um, in what is being put in the plastics. And then on top of it, where um, where the plastics are entering the waste stream is something that has been hard to track down. Um, basically, there's ideas throughout the entire planet right now that are focused on recycling and ways to deal with plastic once it has reached the consumer. And those are ideas that are promoted by the plastics industry. And we really need to know who's creating all this plastic and where it's going. So hopefully as this is researched more, 
there will be more information on this um, coming up in the um, in the near future. Um, the article that I found is on nature.com. So if you wanted to read into that more deeply, you definitely could um, or take a look and research the uh, Nairobi resolution. So this is Ogamaganuakwe for Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake. Back to you, Robert. Hey, Peeny Gigi, thank you for those important stories. We'll be right back uh, with Big Guitars, Angie Big. Uh, you're listening to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake. Stay with us. Hey, Wendy, what are we doing for dinner after the show? How about we go to Jay Selby's on 169 Victoria Street in St. Paul. They have a delicious plant-based menu that's compassionate and environmentally sustainable. I'm getting their spot-on vegan Big Mac, the dirty secret. You can pick up and they deliver within a five-mile radius, or you can call them at 651-222-3263 or visit jayselbys.com. Well, you sold me one. Let's go order at Jay Selby's tonight. I'm hungry. Unwanted sexting or photos, inappropriate jokes, even tickling or wrestling can feel like a violation. Catcalling, cornering, or groping, getting them drunk or high for sex, recording sexual acts without permission, hurting someone because of their sexual orientation, ripping a family member, a child, a date, a friend, a stranger, purchasing a human being for sex. You make the choice every single time. Sexual violence is many things. Make a choice. Do not do it. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Hey, Ogama, I've been hearing a lot about this term, climate justice. What is that? Climate justice is recognizing that the negative impacts of climate change don't affect all people equally. It also means transitioning from a fossil fuel-based economy to a more sustainable future. MN350 is one of the groups that's pushing for this transition to protect our futures. You can even get involved, too. That's great, especially since I'm concerned about pipeline projects like Line 3. How can I help MN350? Just find them on Facebook or visit mn350.org. Health insurance that fits my budget? I'm covered. I needed health coverage I could count on and afford. Minsure helped me find a plan that works for me, and they helped me save money. Did you know that most Minnesotans qualify for savings through Minsure? And they have free experts who can help you sign up for coverage. Go to Minsure.org today and get started and get covered. That's mnsure.org. mnsure.org. This is Winona LaDuke of Honor the Earth, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. I'm awake. Welcome back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is brought to you by MN350, a grassroots organization fighting for climate justice. Hey, we have a guest on, and we're excited to talk to her. We met her at the fair, but we've seen her store forever, so we're really excited to have her on. <laughs> but before I do that, I just want to follow up a little bit with uh, Ogama's story. And Lori put something up here. I just want to read, and it's pretty heavy, and I just want to read before we get into the fun part of the show with uh, Vig Guitars. Uh, the news shared is always important in today's as heart-wrenching as the missing and murdered are at for a great, greater numbers than we can even guess. Prayers and smoke up tonight for those innocents left for dead and the pain their loved ones are feeling. We stand to make this better, but it feels so slow. Thank you, Lori, so much for um, listening and always being a big part of our show, Wendy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, wow, we'll look at the background here for Angie. Angie, welcome to Native Roots Radio. We had a chance to meet you out at the fair, and this is a great time to talk about your store because, you know, those uh, Christians out there and uh, us heathens are out there buying uh, presents for the 25th. Yeah. Miigwech, Robert. Bonjour, everyone. It's great to see you. Tell us a little bit about you and a little bit about your store. I really want to hear about it. And it's if, if people are watching online, it's a very cool background of all these guitars. Very nice. Yeah, it's not a bad place to work. Bonjour, Angie Vig, Nindijana Kaz, Gawaba, Viganaka, Nindujaba, Makwa, Gaye, Adujak, Nindudem. So I'm from White Earth, and uh, my clans are Bear and Crane. And uh, you can hear me okay? Hear you great. Hear you great. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, eight years ago, uh, my husband and I decided to open up shop. And um, we've been musicians in the cities for over 20 years. I sing. He's a killer guitar player. um, And he repairs instruments. And so that's called being a luthier. 
and we have five luthiers here. So we're the biggest repair shop in town. And that's our specialty. We have wow. service and repair because in Minnesota, you have to get your guitars worked on a couple times a year because of our drastic weather changes. Hmm. Wow, that's a really good point. <laughs> yeah, I'd like you to talk a little bit more about that, Angie. But where are you located? Oh, oh, sorry. We're uh, 595 Snelling Avenue North in St. Paul. We're um, four blocks north of University and um, we're in between 94 and the fair, but closer to 94. Nice. Exactly. And so tell us a little bit about your guitars. Do you, ha- do you guys make any guitars? Do you repair guitars? Because I, I'm a former high school teacher, and I know the woodshop teacher was making guitars. And I'm going, can you really do this on the, on the, on the dime of the, uh, of, uh, the public? No, I'm just kidding. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, that is a huge skill. Um, there's three schools in the United States that offer the luthier program, the guitar building, and mm-hmm. Red Wing, Minnesota is one of them. Um, that's Southeast Tech, I think it's called. Um, and so a lot of people go there and they learn the trade, and it's a specialty woodworking business. And it's separate from the violin and cellos, those instruments. It's mm-hmm. guitars, basses, banjos, ukuleles, and mandolins. So let's say I walk in there and I say, I'm a trumpet player, and I say, you know, I know expensive horns are are easier to play, expensive mouthpieces make it easier to play. You know, you can only get so good on a beginning trumpet. So if I come into your store and say, I want an intermediate guitar because I know this as a trumpet player, what 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 do you have there? that wouldn't put, you know, what, what can you tell the customer? I'm sorry. What can you tell the customer? (laughs) Well, first of all, we don't carry junk here. So anything you pick up here, we will not put on the floor unless it's in good working condition. And we really approve of the quality, Mm -hmm. you know, um, Fender guitars are probably the most common. They have a, um, a more affordable line called Squire. And we really like the Squires for electric. But a lot of people now have been doing parts casters. That's what we call them. They're just, they put together bodies and necks and then um, and then make up their own sound to it. And um, and that's where we come in, too, because we do all that. Wow. Um, yeah. my, wow. Another specialty is my husband makes custom pickups. And that's our big specialty here. And if you don't know what pickups are... So it's these. You'll see them on all the guitars. Explain it because we have a a radio audience that cannot see us. (laughs) Oh, okay. That is, yes. So pickups are, um, they're they're part of the guitar that changes the vibrating string into a small electrical signal. And basically, that's like the nerdy part of it. Um, It distinguishes your tone from other players. You could both be playing a same stratocaster but but those pickups really make you sound different from each other and you could be playing the same song but you won't sound like each other because of these pickups and the amps that you play wow tell us uh when uh earlier you said that you have to have your guitar fixed up a couple of times a year because of the weather in minnesota how does the weather affect the guitars so my favorite way to talk about guitars is it's it's all it's wood you know mm-hmm. and it still thinks it's a tree right <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite way to explain it because mm-hmm. when it gets cold it like it you know it tenses up like we do and when it gets hot and humid it loosens up and then it turns a different way so it's either you know it turns this way or that way and the strings will rise up like this far wow. And then it'll be really hard to press down. So people start getting fatigued mm-hmm. and it's hard. Mm. Um, I know when I first tried learning how to play when I was, I don't know, in my teens, I didn't know that you had to have a setup done on it. That's what they call it. And they adjust the neck and do all sorts of adjustments to it because it hurt. It hurt me to play. I was like, wow. this is no fun. But I've right. been in love with guitars my whole life, but I couldn't play because it just hurt. So a lot of beginners give up. 
Does that happen? Does that happen with acoustic guitars too? Mm-hmm. All Ooh. wooden instruments. Wow. And we wouldn't be able to be so successful in repairs if we lived in like California, mm. because they have the same weather mostly. You know. Right. Mm-hmm. When people move here from other states, they're like, "What is going on with my guitar?" Right. It's like, wow. Oh, you're here. I never knew that. How interesting. And I just, mm-hmm. you know, pick up my guitar and I play two chords and um, sing um, Horse With No Name from America. Ah. So <laughs> I only know two chords. Ah, we got a jam. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> hey, wow, look at that beautiful guitar. Whoa. This. It's a ukulele. And I decided to paint it. And I liked how it turned out because it looks like birch bark. Wow. Wow, that's, that's really, really cool. Interesting. Yeah. Say, yeah, remind our audience where you're located again. We're in St. Paul um, on Snelling and Thomas. It's 595 Snelling Avenue. And it's Vig, V like Victor, I G, Vig yep. Guitar. Do you have a, a, a phone number or anything you want to throw out there, too? Because uh, uh, it's, it is the season. Or our website. Uh-huh. Or our website. Whatever you prefer. Yeah, our website is VigGuitarShop.com, and our phone number is 651-219-4941. Um, wow. I will add, I, to my knowledge, I think I am the first and only indigenous female music store owner in the country. Wow. So pretty, I'm pretty proud of that. And um, I'm really glad to um, to be in the, you know, I'm an indigenous entrepreneur. And there's so many of us out here that we're getting shown now. And we have seats at the table. And it's so important that we can yeah. do anything. And that's such a great point. And um, I wanted to make sure because... I, we, we live in the area, we live in St. Paul. So, you know, we hustle and bustle up and down Snelling Avenue and Mm -hmm. I've seen your store. So it's really exciting to first, we talked to you at the fair at our uh, trading post, but now meeting you and giving you a little airtime and we'll have to do this again because that, that's a really exciting, uh, you're the first, you know, I'm kind of emotional right now after you said that. So I really appreciate you being on and, um, yeah. just give uh, one thank you click. for having me. I listen all the time and I just, I just love all the guests and, and what a great show. This is awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on and, uh, we're going to take a break and we're, we're going to have to have you on again, Angie. Thank you so much. Big guitars, big com six, five, one, two, one, nine, four, nine, four, one. Really appreciate you being on. All right, have a great night. Wow, that was awesome. That really is. You know what? Every time uh, I hear the show, I learn something new. So I learned a little bit about guitars. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I think a lot of people pick up guitar playing and other instruments during Christmas uh, because they make great, great gifts. They do. And then big guitars in St. Paul, give them a call. They got their own pickups. That's just awesome. That's really unbelievable. Great questions, too, Wendy. Great Mm -hmm. to have you here on Friday. We'll be right back with a surprise. Yes. Stay with us. Health insurance that fits my budget? I'm covered. I needed health coverage I could count on and afford. Mincher helped me find a plan that works for me, and they helped me save money. Did you know that most Minnesotans qualify for savings through Mincher? And they have free experts who can help you sign up for coverage. Go to Mincher.org today and get started and get covered. That's mnsure.org. mnsure.org. Cafe Latte offers made-from-scratch soups, salads, sandwiches, and mouth-watering desserts. So come check out their pizza and wine bar, or get a treat from the bakery made fresh daily. Plus, you can still do online ordering and takeout, along with gift cards. Just go to CafeLatte.com and choose from their ever-changing selection of award-winning salads, sandwiches, and soups. Cafe Latte is located off Victoria and Grand and online at CafeLatte.com. Hello, Minnesota. This is Tom Hartman, and you can catch me every weekday from 11 to 2 right here on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. It's smart radio for smart people.
Tis the season to be jolly, and nothing makes me jollier than a clean home. If you just had Thanksgiving at home, you're probably still assessing the headaches your holiday company caused to your carpets, tiles, and maybe even the upholstery. And now you have less than a month before it's going to happen all over again. Call Zero Res today and ask for the AM950 special and three-room Zero Resify for just $119. That's a $50 savings. And don't forget those air ducts. Take another $75 off your air duct service to get them zero res clean. Also, are you looking for last-minute gift ideas? Give your loved ones a zero res gift card to spread the zero res clean cheer. Call 952-ZERO-RES or visit ZeroResMinnesota.com to schedule your appointment today and beat the holiday rush. Lastly, now is the best time to book ZeroRes for your year-end office cleaning and get you ready to provide your employees and patrons a clean and safe environment for 2023. Warmer weather is here, and that means it's time for home improvement projects. If you're planning a remodel or property upgrade for your home or business, switching to solar energy should be part of your project, and all energy solar can help. Most home improvement projects don't pay for themselves until the property is sold, but switching to all energy solar is an investment that can actually pay for itself even if you don't sell your property. In fact, after 30 years of operation, solar energy could pay back three to 400% of the cost. Plus, a system from All Energy Solar is built to last, not just for years, but decades. Most systems from All Energy Solar come with a 25- to 30-year warranty. So make your home improvement project a better investment that can last and pay for itself by switching to All Energy Solar. Get a free, no-obligation assessment from All Energy Solar by calling 800-620-3370 or visiting allenergysolar.com. That's allenergysolar.com. This is Gregory Rich, host of Drink in the Style and owner of Habitation Furnishing and Design. People often ask me, why Habitation for my home? Well, I could give you hundreds of reasons. I could talk about the extensive collection of furnishing suppliers or our exceptionally talented design team. I could talk about service. But the truth is, Habitation clients come back room after room and home after home, and that speaks volumes. Habitation, put some drama into your interiors. With your AM 950 weather, I'm Patrick Lilia. A chance of freezing drizzle overnight with a low of 30, then a slight chance of drizzle on Saturday with a high of 36. Cafe Latte is unlike any restaurant you've ever experienced. Grab a tray and pick from their award-winning selections of soups, salads, sandwiches, and mouth-watering desserts. Cafe Latte, Victoria Street and Grand Avenue in St. Paul, or CafeLatte.com. Bijou. I am Oshawashko Gizig. I'm from Red Lake Nation, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. Welcome back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake. This portion of the show is brought to you by Native Roots Trading Post inside the Dayton's Project in the Dayton's Building on 7th and Nicolet Mall, downtown Minneapolis. Yes. Stop there for your Native needs, right? Yes. Posters. Beautiful (laughs) art made by hand from Native artists. Scarves, cards. Uh, all these, all these things. Candles. We have all kinds of beautiful lot stuff. Of beautiful a lot of art, art too. too. We're yes. just down there too. Native Roots Trading Post, Nicolette Mall in downtown Minneapolis. Check it out. So, Wendy, we're blessed to have an intern. Yeah. And then the intern's family. And so, I, I want Ayana to introduce our next guest and introduce herself to everyone out there. So I'm really excited, and that's that's hand over the show for this special guest and see what happens, huh? Thank you, Ayana. Hello, my name is Ayana Denemi, and I'm interning at Native Roots Radio. I'm here with my baby brother, Baby Opie. Oh. He forgot his name. (laughs) This is my baby brother, Baby Opie. He's from Boys Boy and Papiti's Cree Nation. How old is he? He's four years old. Okay. Four years old. And what is Opie going to do today? What are you going to do? I'm going to see. 
guys. Uncle Joe's food song. All right. Nice. Let's hear it. Let's hear it, Opie. For those who aren't watching Opie on our Facebook page and can't see him, he's also playing the drum. Yeah. So he's playing the drum and singing. Just amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us on here. Yes. Oh. Beautiful drum also. Beautiful. And look at his shirt. Oh, this is great. Yes. <laughs> what a proud sister you must be, huh? so proud of him even though he um was kind of shy at the start i know he was feeling so good about being asked to be on here being asked to sing because that's what our life is like our life is centered around our culture being able to sing being able to like bring those feelings to the people watching and i'm thankful for nina for sharing what my brother has made her feel yeah yeah so tell us about his uh doesn't he have a page or an instagram page so my baby brother has an Instagram page um, on Bye. Instagram called Baby Bye, <laughs> We don't say yeah. goodbye. We say see you later. Oh. <laughs> he went into the other room to go watch the rest of the show with my mom. Oh. But, yeah, Baby Op has a page on Instagram at baby underscore Opie underscore. And it's ran by my mom and my dad, where they share um, moments at places where Baby Ope's singing and um, participating in his culture. That's awesome. You know, it's like a prayer, Wendy, whenever we, we, we have our culture brought to this show and a, and a young person singing like that. Here's a quick question. How long has he been singing? I was just going to ask that. Baby Ope, he has been singing since he could even make a sound. I remember... Even dancing, um, when my baby brother was just learning how to walk, he'd hold himself up on the couch and he'd just like bop to the beat. <laughs> yeah. So he's been singing oh. since he was like, since he's been a little boy because we've always brought him around these doings. Yeah. And that's so, so, so important. Uh, he's soaking up uh, who he is and his culture and... Um, yeah, so where does your family play? Where can people, I don't mean play, but I guess, weren't you guys at the fair this year? Yeah, we were at the yeah. fair. We were asked to sing. Well, um, it was a drum group, Midnight Express, that was asked to sing for mental health awareness. Um, you can go to, we travel all over the country, Indian country, to bring our music, to bring our feelings. And um, you can find this at 
a powwow at a round dance. Um, I don't like. You can find this all over. I know there's so many like different. Um, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that's cool. No problem. But uh, can we uh, say the Instagram again too? Because if people out there want to reach out and maybe hire you guys to come and do uh, a song or two at their happenings. Uh, let's talk about that again, how to get a hold of you guys. Yeah, so you'd be able to contact um, my family with at my mom's Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. It's Desiree Denemy. Um, or you could reach out on Baby Opie's page at, unders- at Baby Opie underscore and then underscore. So... You could reach out on either one of those social medias. Wow, Wendy. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it really is. I just, you know, like you said, when he first came on, it's like saying his name is a little bit shy. But as soon as he started singing, you could just tell it just took over his soul. And it was like part of him. It was just so beautiful. Yeah. It's yeah. just, it's really that he's been around this, around singing, around dancing his whole life. So although he may get shy speaking in front of people, when he's brought back to do those things, it's just like that. Yeah. It's like, hey, Yana, it's what, uh, what do you do? Do you dance? Are you a jingle dress? Are you traditional? Um, what, do you, what do you do? Yeah. So I dance um, old style jingle. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. And uh, explain that to our listening audience because I know there's a beautiful story and how the jingle dress came about too. Yeah, so the jingle dress came um, from a man who had a dream. His daughter was, there's like different tellings of the story, but this is a telling I was taught is that there was a man who had a very sick daughter and he was like praying and praying for her. And he, um, he had a dream that there was these these women dancing in these dresses and they were making like sounds like from their dresses. And he's, he told the woman um, in his village about the dream that he had and like how these color, how the colors looked, how these dresses were made. And these women all got together and started making these dresses. And they went and they danced in them. There was the color yellow, green, red, and blue. And they danced in that. And so they, the little girl was brought around those dresses and um, she was watching them. And soon she started tapping her fingers to the beat of the sound. And like the sound that these made sounded like water. Yeah. Um, soon she like started tapping her legs. And then soon she started dancing with them. And that's where the healing dress comes from. That's where the name comes from. Yeah. And and, the, really and that cool. and that's uh, Ojibwe, correct? Yeah. The Ojibwe story. And, um, yeah, whenever we hear the jingle dress when we go to powwows, mm-hmm. we always think of water. It's uh, mm-hmm. water is life. Yeah, it's beautiful, really. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Wow. Yes, and the, we do have a jingle dress outside of our yeah. little Native Roots trading post at the Dayton's Project. So if anybody wants to come and see a jingle dress, yeah, good segue, um, Wendy. you could come down and take a look and see what it is. I believe it's blue. Yeah, we have yeah. a couple of them, and it has applique in there, so it's kind of ho-chunked. It's uh, ho- uh, Winnebagoized or ho-chunkized, uh, but it's it's good to see. So that's uh, we got like two minutes left here. Uh, you know, uh, Ayana, how how have you been uh, feeling about working in radio? Here is that a, is that a career for you uh, coming up here? I definitely believe it is. I've definitely um, I kind of fumble over my words because I feel like oh, I need to get so much out. I need to speak fast, but it's definitely been such a good experience especially working with you guys because you guys are so hospital and sweet and what you guys oh. built for yourself here is just like what a beautiful community wow Pinigigi, thank you so much and uh I, I thought you were gonna say well i've listened to you robert and i guess you know i don't have to be uh talk fast or make sense <laughs> because you stumble over <laughs> your words too we all stumble <laughs> over our words that's like a normal thing here yeah. on Native Roots Radio. That's right. You never know what you're going to get when That's you right. when you tune in. Well, you know, 
Ayana, uh, the next segment is going to be Wendy's uh, Sacred Animals, and I'm wondering if she's going to be singing on that because this has turned into a music show today. No singing on my end. <laughs> hey, give uh, the Instagram out one more time, and then we're going to uh, jump on a commercial. Yeah, so the Instagram is at baby underscore op underscore. Perfect. Wow, you're you're pro. You you deserve a raise or something here, or a T-shirt or something. Wow, you're listening to Native Roots Radio presents. Uh, I'm awake, and we'll be back after this short break uh, with our sacred animals. And wow, what a show! Mm-hmm. Stay with us. Come back. Hey, Olgama, I've been hearing a lot about this term, climate justice. What is that? Climate justice is recognizing that the negative impacts of climate change don't affect all people equally. It also means transitioning from a fossil fuel-based economy to a more sustainable future. MN350 is one of the groups that's pushing for this transition to protect our futures. You can even get involved, too. That's great, especially since I'm concerned about pipeline projects like Line 3. How can I help MN350? Just find them on Facebook or visit mn350.org. If the statistics say that one in three Native women and one in six Native men have experienced sexual assault in their lifetime, it means our whole community is affected by sexual violence. One is too many. Don't stand by. Stand up. Don't engage in acts of sexual violence. And shut down the dirty jokes, the gossip, the victim blaming and shaming. As a community, we can change the way we respond. Contact the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition to attend a workshop to learn more. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental United States, and 80% of Minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected. Howling for Wolves is asking Minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager, the wolf. Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's live and let howl. JNS Bean Factory is a native-owned, community-supported, cozy, artsy coffee shop which offers roasted on-site beans, live music, and baked goods. Relax in the beautiful outside patio. City Pages writes, voted top 10 coffee shops. Tucked into a quiet corner of St. Paul's Highland Park neighborhood, this coffee shop roasts beans on-site from the best coffee-growing countries in the world. Located at 1518 Randolph Avenue, St. Paul. The good stuff. This portion of the show is supported by Howling for Wolves. Please join Howling for Wolves on Wolf Day, Tuesday, February 7th, 2023 at the Minnesota State Capitol. You can sign up on Howling for Wolves event page. Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. Ho! Welcome back to Native Ritz Radio Presents. I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. Wow, uh, we have to have our intern howl with us, too. Let's do that one more time, When How? No, this portion is brought to you by... Oh, this portion <laughs> of the show is brought to you by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. Good one. Hey, so this has been a jam-packed show. Uh, I feel like we should probably put this show, uh, you know present this show for an Emmy. So, Wendy, the pressure's on. I don't know if you're going to sing or what are we going to do here, but I want to introduce Wendy, who talks about our sacred animals and who's been on the show for six years and supporting our uh, relatives out there. And she always has some fun facts here on Friday. So, welcome, Yes. Wendy. Hi, everybody. My name is Hanaji Hihani. That means cares for them. I was given that name by my Dega, Curtis. Curtis goes by Mashke Hanajinga, which means walks on white clouds. And I'm a humane policy volunteer leader for the Humane Society of the United States. And I work on animal issues at the local and state level. And on Fridays, I like to keep things light and have good news. And I do have good news today. And it is from the Humane Society of the United States. So first off, Good News Friday, besides our federal victory on big cats, which I'm going to be talking to you just in about a minute or two, this week we can also be celebrating the ending of retail sale of puppy mill puppies in Clark County, Nevada. Wow. Yeah, the local... 
the local law stops the sale. The local law stops the sale at 13 pet stores in this county. So this is really unbelievable. I want to give a shout out to uh, the Nevada Advocates, HSUS Nevada State Director Rebecca Joyce, uh, Polito Goff, and anyone who did phone banking on this campaign. So I've talked about this many, many times on Native Roots Radio. 99% of the time when you go to buy a dog or a cat or a bunny at a pet store, they are derived from puppy mills. So puppy mills are large or they could be small facilities that just breed dogs over and over again. The dogs are kept in cages. They're not socialized. They don't see the vet. Uh, Our dog, Gracie, was kept in a puppy mill. She's a little white Maltese. Uh, She's a very uh, desirable dog to have because she doesn't shed um, and she's hypoallergenic. And people really like these little white Maltese's. So you have to really be careful about where you get these, you know, cute little dogs and other dog breeds as well. They're kept in the pet, uh, these puppy mills where they're bred over and over again. She was kept in, in an indoor facility uh, where once a week her water and her automatic uh, f- feed dish was uh, uh, filled up. And that's where she was left. Uh, They kept the heat on as low as possible so she didn't freeze, but just warm enough so she didn't die. Um, And uh, she was rescued after the end of seven years when she couldn't produce any puppies anymore. So having these ordinances and they're coming uh, one after another after another. Uh, We did work on one here that passed a couple of years back in St. Paul, Minnesota. I was actually uh, blessed to be able to get up in front of our St. Paul City Council and, uh, you know, plead a case for Gracie. And yeah. it did, it passed unanimously. And even though we didn't have any pet stores at that time in St. Paul uh, selling puppies, right. what it does is it prevents a pet store from coming into the area and selling puppies. So w- what we always say is please do not shop, please adopt. So I'm really happy about that. Good news And um, I wanted to just take a a minute here to talk about the other news, which just passed the Senate. Uh, Literally, this is like breaking news practically. So this is from Humane Society Legislative Fund. And this is a major win. Uh, The U.S. Senate passed the Big Cat Public Safety Act. And this is huge. Uh, This is uh, December 6th. This happened. This is dated uh, my birthday, right? So Sarah Admonson and Kitty Block, this is what they wrote. In a major advance in our long fight against the abuse of captive big cats, the U.S. Senate just passed the Big Cat Public Safety Act, uh, H.R., it's the House uh, 263 and the Senate 1210, a bill we can be, we have championed for for years because it prohibits keeping big cats as pets and also bans contact between the big cats and the public. You know, these cats can be really uh, dangerous and, and bad things could happen. The U.S. House of Representatives passed the bill in July by a robust bipartisan vote of 278 to 134, and now the Big Cat Public Safety Act heads to the White House for President Biden signature. Earlier this year, the president issued the statement supporting the legislation. So we expect him to sign it without any problems um, and it should go through no problem. So we're looking forward to that. Um, And I just want to say this, the, the Humane Society of the United States had undercover investigators which helped expose the abuse of these big cats in the United States. Uh, This all starts with the breeding of big cats to produce cubs who are removed from their mothers at birth. Uh, They are passed around for photos 
uh, for profit, right? And then they're discarded after a few months when they become too large and dangerous to handle. Um, so this usually happens like on the on the side of the road, like you'll see a sign, you know, come take a photo with a baby lion cub or whatever. And it's really intriguing for people to go and do this. However, it's just uh, keeps this you know, going. Uh, so this is going to really help these animals and uh, keep the animals safe. And it's also going to keep the public safe because these could be really dangerous um, for, you know, our public. So I'm really happy about those two things. I have something else too, if I could just find it here. Well, but what did people, you want to say? I was just saying people can be so cruel is what uh, Nina said. And yeah. glad to hear we're moving forward with uh, puppy mills. Yes, we are moving forward. We are. So if you're interested in getting this legislation passed, uh, the puppy mill, uh, humane puppy mill bill, Get in touch with your HSUS, your Humane Society of the United States person in your area. We have them all over the place. Well, I always think it's so important to talk about this because you remember 20-some years ago, we bought puppy mill dogs without yes. even knowing. So well, yeah, that that we're not here to ago. shame anyone. No, and we're talking, We're is... talking about our relatives, our sacred, our sacred animals, our relatives, mm-hmm. great chiefs and uh, leaders and spiritual leaders and natives have been named after dogs mm-hmm. or have dog in their name. So yeah. I just want to remind everyone of that when. Yeah, exactly. I'm glad you brought that up. I mean, it was like 23 years ago, Robert and I went to buy cat food. We never even talked about having a dog and we right. went into a pet store and we saw these cute little chihuahua puppies. And uh, Robert said, oh, I had a uh, chihuahua puppy when a uh, chihuahua when I was a kid and I was like oh my gosh so did I so we just fell in love with these two dogs we walked out with a bag of cat food and two chihuahua puppies that we purchased that day and then people said to me Wendy why did you buy those dogs don't you know where they're from and I was like what do you mean um and you know they were like these dogs were came from puppy mills so the dogs that you bought their parents are stuck in cages and bred over and over and over every 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 time that they can breed they're bred over and over and they're kept in these horrible conditions i can't believe that you of all people who love animals um you know bought these dogs and i was like oh my god i really didn't have any idea so um, I just want to bring awareness. And like and you are. Robert said, there's no judgment here. We just want to bring awareness. So. Yeah. And yeah. Great, to, great segment as always. And uh, people out there just are becoming awake. And, mm-hmm. and we don't think that terminology is a bad term to be awake. So, you know, I, again, what a great show. I want to thank you, Wendy, for being on. Uh, big Guitars. Uh, little Opie and our intern Ayana, uh, just to, what a nice little show. There's, there they are. Yep. Give away. Huh? Don't pick your nose. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Everyone have a great weekend. This has been Native Ritz Radio signing off. Free Leonard Peltier. Now. <laughs> <laughs>